joining me right now is Chase Gormley. He is going to fight at ACB 88 on June 16th in Brisbane, Australia. What's going on, Chase? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, dude. No doubt. Um, now, the first thing I want to talk about before we get into your fight is you are a full-time plumber during the day. How did you get into that profession? Yeah, well, I used to do it when I retired in 2012 after I fought for, uh, I think it was XFC. I was uh, like a plumber helper for a while and doing side jobs and stuff like that. And I just, I like to trade. And then, you know, after my last fight, you know, I figured if I lose another one, that's what I'm get. So I had to start looking for plan B. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm still training. I, I, I work from eight to five and then I go to practice. I run in the mornings. I wake up at five. I go for a run back, take a little nap and go to work, you know. So I'm getting it done, you know. And it's actually helped me lose weight because usually I walk around about 280. But right now I'm about 250 because I'm not sitting at home munching all day. You know what I mean? I'm out <laughs> working, digging holes you know, crawling under houses. So it actually is kind of a blessing, you know? Yeah, 30 pound difference is huge, right? For like every aspect of the game, like especially your cardio, am I correct? Yeah, Yeah, because I'm in Reno right now because of the high altitude and I kind of need to get away from the family because I think the last two fights, you know, kind of, you know, my kids and like a little, so I, I got away from the family. I'm out here in Reno and just trade with some guys and, you know, try to get in good shape for this fight. Because I know he, move, he moves a lot for a big guy. So I just want to make sure that my cardio doesn't, doesn't become a factor. Like my cardio is right on pace with his, you know, if not better. You have, you're a full-time plumber. You're also a full-time MMA fighter, professional cage fighter. You have a tight schedule, man. What are some of the struggles that you go through? I mean, it's hard. It's just stressful. You know, you, you, you work all day, especially if I'm, I'm out digging holes. You know, you're digging five-foot holes to get to a pipe and then – you know, you're doing that for like five hours straight. Maybe you get like a 30 minute break and the most time you're digging. And then it's like, I got to practice at eight, whether I like it or not. You know what I mean? So, but you know, as an adult, you just got to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like my, my opponent doesn't care that I had to work all day. He's going to be training. So I got to get my lazy butt over there and get it done. You know what I mean? You started fighting professionally in 2007. How has the MMA landscape changed since your debut, man? Like the sport is so different now in your opinion. Yeah, I think everybody's a little more well-rounded. You know, people train MMA now. They don't train boxing or wrestling or jiu-jitsu. It's, it's kind of like a hybrid. And so everybody, you know, they, they have good cage control. They have good mat control. They have, you know, good stand-up transition between uh, striking and takedowns, uh, you know, good submission defense. So it's just it's a lot harder, and everybody's on top of it. You know, before, a lot of guys had holes in their games, and, and some guys who – necessarily weren't tougher than the guy they were fighting just outsmarted them you know i think nowadays it's a lot harder to do that people are, are hip to the game you know you fought for bellator the ufc and these are mostly north american promotions did you ever think that you would be fighting for a russian promotion in 2018 uh no i mean it wasn't my plan and i got always like i want to be the champion of every every organization i fight for you know just i don't know man it's like Whenever I got to the big show, I always choked for some reason. I don't know. I did the same thing in wrestling, man. I was ranked number one in state, number one in college. And when I got to the national tournament, I just choked. So I just got a – it's more of a mental problem for me. It's always been my weakness. You know what I mean? It's like I, I, I let stuff get to me. So now that I'm getting older, I'm just, I'm just trying to let it go and focus on having fun and go out there and doing my job, you know. So I think this fight's going to be a lot better because there's so much pressure. You know, it's like let's go out there and, and, and fight. And plus, this guy I think is a good matchup for me the way he fights. You know, he's not super dangerous, but he just says, he just moves a lot. He's going to be a kind of a, a pain in, the, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy that I can beat if I go in there and fight tough, you know? 
Yeah, let's talk about your opponent at ACB 88, June 16th in Brisbane, Australia, Tanner Bozer. Now, he yeah. is a guy that is considered maybe a top 10 heavyweight for the promotion. Were you surprised when they offered you this fight, even though you're coming off your uh, a loss in your promotional debut? I mean, no, because I know Dennis Goldstein is a good fighter. You know, he's beaten a lot of good guys. And uh, I was just having a rough time. And I frustrated and I was taking bad shots. So, I mean, I'm a better fighter than, than that night. You know, I just, uh, you know, I just let him outsmart me. You know, I just didn't stick to my game plan and I didn't take good shots. So, it doesn't, you know, I think you know, on, a, on a good night I could beat him. I think that night I just wasn't doing the right things, you know. So, I think, you know, I'm still up there with the top guys. I just got to come in there with a – with the right mindset and the right game plan, like could be any of those guys. It's, you know, everything's got to come together. And sometimes, for me, it's hard. You know, that's always been my big weakness is getting everything to mash up well when I get in there. But hopefully, you know, this fight, everything goes well. Uh, from this most. So it's not going to be the, the, the time different aspect, like fighting a Russian in Russia, you know. We're both going to be on the same page there. So I think that will help out a little bit. Plus, you know, I think his style is good for me. You know, if I can get him to the ground and, and control him and, and, you know, not let him move around the ring and, and fight his fight, I could beat this guy. So I feel good, man. Going to Australia for the first time to compete, is traveling yeah. something that you enjoy about the job or is it something that's tough on you? I really enjoy it, I mean, because, I mean, most of the time I've been fighting for what, almost 11 years now and mostly in the States. I, mean, I fought Mexico and Canada, but that's not too far of a stretch, you know. So. And last time was cool. You know, I wish it would have been a better outcome, but it was still a cool experience. And then fighting in Australia, I've never been there. So I'm really excited, man. This is, this is like something you, you really hope for when you get into the sport to be able to travel, you know, see different things, you know. It's like a vacation with the minor inconvenience of a fight, you know what I mean? For sure. Are you yeah. uh, going to head out to Australia a little bit earlier to get, you know, acclimated to the time difference? Or does that not matter for you? I mean... I don't think it's too too big of an issue for me. It's like uh, I have a weird sleep schedule, anyways, man. I'm like I fall asleep at all weird times of the day, so I, I can adjust pretty quickly. You know what I mean? It's uh, I don't think it's gonna be too much of an impact on me. You said you're currently out in Reno getting ready for this fight. Yeah. Did you change your camp, your training camp, or your team for this for this fight coming up? Yeah, I'm training at the the Reno Reno. Uh, fight academy out here it's you know it's a good school i've been out here before because my mom lives out here and uh so i'm out here staying at their place you know just kind of getting away from my my family and focus on my fight and it's good the high altitude like i went in there today man i was like man i gotta these two weeks are gonna be rough trying to get that altitude you know into my system and, and get used to it so it's good for me it's gonna make me tough that way when i get back to sea level you know it's gonna be like all nothing but air man there's tons of air to breathe i'm gonna be so excited because I, today I was like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's exciting. Before you went out to Reno, where were you training? Where were you getting ready for your uh, fight? Uh, well, I was training at Tracy Hess's gym at uh, the Affliction Warehouse in Seal Beach. Uh, you know, I, said, I just called my buddies. They come in and, and, you know, spar with me and roll with me. You know, I know a lot of good heavyweights like Jack May. He's got a fight coming up. Uh, I was trying to get him to come in. Uh, some of the good, a couple, I have a couple of uh, brown belts in jujitsu that come in and roll with me, and they're, they're big dudes too. So they kind of, you know, I get used to that weight. And I think that's the biggest issue, just being prepared for that weight in case he tries to go in there. He gets me on the ground and crushes me, that I can get up and, you know, keep the fight where I want it to be. So I just put myself in bad situations a lot with those big dudes that are talented, 
And if I can get away from them, I feel like I can get away from this dude, you know? Yeah, your opponent, Bozer, where is his biggest threat to you, you believe? Just got to make him fight my fight, mate. Make him do what I want him to do. I'm not really going to say anything, you know, because I don't know if he's going to watch this or not. So, but, uh, you know, I, I've watched this, a couple of his fights so far, and I think I have a pretty good idea. But, you know, when you get in there, you never know. So I, I'm just going to take, you know, all the knowledge I have and try to put into this fight so I can go in there and beat him, you know? How big of a part is improvising during a fight for you? I mean, that's, that's a big thing. You got to be able to adapt because sometimes you're like, okay, he's going to do this. And maybe he had a totally different camp. You know, he's going to come in with a totally different, you know, in the pocket, aggressive, kind of throwing me for a loop. So we're going to make those adjustments on the fly. I think that's been a problem in the past for me. So I've been working on that. Put, like I said before, about putting my patience, whether it's on the feet, on the ground, you know, and not put myself in places that I'm already dominant and good at. Put myself where I'm weak. That way, you know, I'm good at all effects in case, you know, things, I'm not going to be like SOL, you know what I mean? <laughs> Your opponent, he said that he's looking to fight Frank Mir after you guys fight in Brisbane. Do you think looking too far ahead is a bad idea? Is that premature for him to think that? Well, I think he probably looked at my last fight and probably thinks, you know, easy night. Mm. Even I'll admit that wasn't my greatest performance, you know. But, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a room for awakening. I'm going to come in there and try to beat his butt, you know what I mean? And I think uh, – I've watched him fight. He doesn't have tools I'm afraid of. Like, sometimes when I watch guys, because I, I fought some tough dudes, where you watch me, you get those butterflies in your gut, like, oh, man, this is going to be a rough one. But when I watch him, like, he's a very beatable guy. As long as I don't go in there and freeze up and shut down, I think it'll be a fight I can win, you know? You know, he's a tough dude. He moves, he moves well for a big guy. But he's definitely a guy that I can beat. I just got to go in there and pose my will. Definitely, if you guys compare resumes, you have your your list of opponents – is not really at the, yeah. uh, you know, his level is different from yours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's still a tough guy. I'm not taking anything away from him. You know, I, I've never met the guy, so I don't know whether he's a jerk, whether a nice guy. Usually Canadians are pretty, pretty cool dudes. So, you know, I'm not – for me, it's not the personal, man. This is the job. This is what I do. You know what I mean? It's like whether he hates me, whether he likes me, it makes no difference. I got to go in there and beat him up regardless. Like if I was fighting my brother, I'd still fight him the same way I fight anybody else, you know. Yeah. So it's not the personal for me. I'm going to in there and, you know – you know, if go in there and try to break his arm, knock him out, whatever. You know, if it goes the distance, it goes the distance. But I would rather not do that. I like to go in there and finish him and finally get out of there without having to do a 15-minute fight because those get old real fast, let me tell you. <laughs> For sure. Uh, ACB88, June 16th, Brisbane, Australia. You can find Chase fighting Tanner Bozer. Thank you for your time, Chase, and good luck to you, sir. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Take care of yourself.